On today's Uncommon Sense, we get to talk about real, live, current sports. Imagine that. Incredible. The world is returning to normal. After that, we tell funny work stories. Ethan's got a ton of them. I don't really have any, but Ethan's got some good ones from his weird landscaping job. And then finally, we talk about different songs or albums that we associate with different times, different occurrences, different instances, different people in our lives, and why that is. That's actually a really interesting conversation, and I hope that you guys can reach out to us about it. Uh, we're back. We're still here. You guys thought you could get rid of us? No, we're not going anywhere. Get used to it. Let's do it. Then I get it right. My head to my bed. You know Welcome in to another episode of Uncommon Sense. We are back. It's been a hot minute. Took a little bit of a hiatus. Look, man, life gets busy. You know, sleep schedules get messed up. Yeah, although it may seem like it is, this podcast is not necessarily a priority in either of our lives. Um, But we're back. We're committed to continuing, like it or not. Um, And uh, we have a pretty. Pretty decent, uh, pretty decent agenda today. A lot yeah. has happened in the last however long it's been. We it's can been like two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Which means we have a lot to talk about. Hopefully. <laughs> if not, we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. So, I mean, let's get right into it. Yeah. Let's get into sports. Sports are back. Sports are back. Sports are back. Sports are back. We're back. Sports are back. The world is returning to normal. Baseball finally got their crap baseball, together. Yeah. Baseball struck a deal. Thank the Lord. I've been missing baseball so much. I don't know about you, but like nope. baseball. Yeah, I know. You hate baseball. I get that. I, I, I know. Baseball. I know. To me, baseball and summer are like synonymous. Every night of the summer, I spend watching the Atlanta Braves play whoever they play. Because they, you know, they play every single night yeah. for the entirety of the summer. And I, I wish I was into baseball simply because I wish I could watch sports in the summer. MLS but, is in the summer. Well, yeah, and now I have Nashville SC to watch in the That's summer. true. I guess you didn't really have a team. Um, but, no. So, no, I wish I was into baseball more because I could, like, watch a game you every night. Into, you can get into baseball. Well, you don't think I've you tried? You have to try a little bit. No, I, I don't think that you have tried. I really You're right, don't. I haven't. Yeah, you haven't tried. <laughs> there was, like, a brief stint, maybe, like, one summer, that you decided to be a fan of the Texas Rangers because you've been in, yeah. you've lived in Dallas for a little while. If, I mean, if I, still had to, works, if I still had to pick a favorite team, it would be it was, Texas. It was, that's fine, but if you're going to try to get into it and have a favorite team, it has to be somebody that you're in the TV market for. Like someone that you can watch? Yeah. So, like, the Braves, it would be for us. Or maybe even the Cincinnati Reds. Well, maybe that's why I'm not, like, I'm still a Texas fan, just because I don't watch baseball. Yeah, maybe so. I'm just a fan of them because that's where I used to live. I mean, that's I, I've I been to that. multiple Texas Rangers games. Yeah, I mean, and I've been I've been to Braves games, you know, for my entire life. It's probably why I'm a fan. I had a I had a guy who was my favorite player. What was his name? Michael Young. I've never oh old guy, little bald guy. Yeah, little old bald guy. He may, he may be bald now, but he wasn't when he was playing. Uh, yeah, I know, really the, I know the name. I think but Michael Young was like a bit. really good player on the Rangers when I was like seven. Oh, and so he he was my favorite player. This is what he looks like. But yeah, but yeah, for me, while well, you're pulling that up, for he pay, he oh, he's for white. The, he no, I no, yeah, he's I definitely no white. That was for me. Uh, baseball and summer are like they go together. 
Yeah. And if you know, in in as weird as this this uh, few past past few months have been, baseball is always such a constant. Every year, baseball is a constant in my life. Like summer happens, summer gets weird. Summer can be slow. Summer can be fast. Every summer is different, but there's always baseball, and it's on every single night. And especially in the last few years when the Braves have been good, it's been actually exciting to watch because they haven't been absolute garbage. Um, but it's it's just been sorely lacking with as weird as everything's been. And it, it's absolutely ridiculous that it took them this long to strike a deal. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that they finally did. And I'm over trying to blame the owners or the players for not getting back on the field quicker. I just, I just, I need it back. There's one month to go, a month from two days ago, and I need it back. What was the final deal? It's like 60 games... Yeah, 60 games, something about prorated salary, which makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And that was most of what was being debated was the salary. Yeah. And if you're not going to play your full season, you're not going to get your full salary. Sorry, that's just how the world works. The players, I think, wanted more money. The owners wanted to give them less money. And then, I don't know, they, but they finally got a deal. Baseball's back. Soccer, soccer's been back for a while. Yeah, with German soccer and then recently uh, the Premier League soccer, which we had big news as of like a couple hours ago. Yeah, a few ago. hours ago, my Liverpool. boys... Chelsea took yes. down Man United or Man City, and in doing so, yes. yeah, Liverpool won the title for uh-huh. the first time in thirty years. Thirty another years. team breaking that streak. Now, which yeah, means for if the you Titans don't, if you are don't just know, due. The Titans, the Titans are that's due. Definitely, that's definitely a valid <laughs> parallel. Um, <laughs> no, if you don't know anything about the the Premier League, um, you know they're the blue bloods that win a title every few years, and then there are everybody else. Yes, and Liverpool is one of those blue bloods. They just. And they just haven't won a title in 30 years. They've been yeah. at or near the top. Well, not, obviously not at the top, but they've been mm-hmm. near the top for probably the entirety of that. And they won the European tournament last year. They won the, the Champions League last year, but they hadn't won a Premier League title in 30 uh-huh. years. And in this season, they absolutely ran away with it. Yeah, they really did. And they, Like there's what, nine, seven, seven games left in the season, and they've already won. Seven, which, out, of, seven out of 30, 38. Which... Two years ago, Man City did the, exact, did the same exact same thing and won with like I think there was like fifteen games left or something, something ridiculous. Yeah, one crazy. Early. And but then last year, last year was the most fun Premier League to watch. And as a sort of like favorite Premier League team, being Man City fan, to watch the fact so that literally it, tight race down to the it, end. It literally took the very last game, and Manchester City and Liverpool were neck and neck, and Manchester City was up on Liverpool, I think by. One or two points, really which close. means if they went, if they lost and Liverpool won, Liverpool would have jumped them. So Man City for the last couple games had to win every single game, and they eventually pushed through and nudged out Liverpool, who hadn't won a title yeah, in twenty nine years. And then the next year they come let back. Let me stop and, and, they and first address everybody who is listening to this and thinks, "The soccer, man, what a boring Ugh. sport." It's so Watch interesting. Good soccer. Watch good soccer with somebody who really understands what's going on. Yes. And be open to it, okay? And it is a blast. It is really so is. much fun. The Chelsea game today, the Chelsea Man City game today, it was awesome. I was watching it on my phone at work. Don't tell anybody. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was fantastic. Like I was, I was fist pumping and like you know, heart rate going up. Standing in my, standing in the standing in the restaurant today, which was, probably felt great. Too. It did. There was nobody in the there was nobody in the store, so like it didn't really matter. But uh, yeah, watch good soccer because like I I was the same. I guess with Chelsea, they had a run. Because I'm, I'm a Chelsea fan. They had mm-hmm. they had a run a few years ago. I think they won two thousand three years, <clears throat> and it was really fun to it was really fun to watch because they were such a good team and they just kept winning games. And they yeah. kept you know kept winning championships. It was, it was a blast. But uh, yeah, I mean, soccer's back, baseball's back. Nothing else is back yet except for the NBA, I guess. Which everything everything is 
coming back. July is about to be a wild month. Yeah, everything everything's MLS, on its way back. MLS has a tournament in Orlando. Um, it starts on July 8th, if anyone's interested in watching. Nashville SC plays the Philadelphia Union on July 8th at I didn't know that. That's, that's exciting, actually. Um, then Did you say 9.30? Something like that. Nice. Eastern. Oh. <laughs> um, and then there's the NBA tournament. It's coming back. Yeah. Baseball's coming back. Football, as <laughs> Tennessee... Football. Football, football is full steam ahead. Football is just, they do not give a crap. And they I think, are I think, full on planning to have a season. They do not care. Yeah, I think I probably said this like a month ago. Like, sports can get canceled. We can put things off. We can postpone things. But SEC football is not going to bend the knee oh, to anything not. if it doesn't have to, like the coronavirus. They're mm-hmm. not. Man, I, let me tell you. The SEC is going to look at the coronavirus and say, I don't care. We are having a football yeah. season, and we're going to fill up every single stadium. As Philip Fulmer said, September comes around. We are going to have a full Neyland Stadium. And that, There's a full-on SEC athletic director saying, I don't care, but we're going to have a full stadium yeah, on, I, come around September. And I fully expect it to happen. Oh, yeah. I fully expect, second wave be darned. It's going to happen. They're going to fill gonna up those stadiums. There's going to be a second wave no matter what, but I think we're all to the point where we're like, man, you've yeah, had it, you've it had was, it. Well, yeah, there's that, and it really was funny. And you remember when it all first started and, you know, school got canceled and everybody got sent home from yeah. all their jobs and sports stopped. And they said, all right, 15 days. You remember that? You remember that? How long ago was it that? Was, 15 days to slow yeah. the spread. It was probably over six. 15 days. days 15 days turned into a month, turned mm-hmm. into another one, and then turned into three and a half months all told. Yeah. They just and, kept adding 30 days under the end of every email that they yeah. send. It would be like, in 30 days. In 30 days. Yeah. And there came a point, and I really thought that it was going to be a lot sooner than it was. But there came a point, and I would say it was towards the end of May, where society just buckled. They said, you know, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah. A lot of a lot of society made the conscious decision that the way that they were having to live to avoid the risk of coronavirus was not worth the risk. Mm-hmm. It wasn't worth it. it. I mean, having to give up your way of life to to negate any possibility of getting this virus wasn't worth it. And now that I think that's what's sparking the return to normalcy because even, and you know, and I'm not trying to be, uh, you know, a whistleblower here, but like you've got cases going up around the country. You really yeah. do. I mean, we do. The only difference is hospitalizations and deaths keep going down, but you're not going to hear about that. Mm-hmm. Cases keep going up because we're testing more people and we're testing younger people and we're testing different people. Uh, another thing that a lot of people don't like to publicize is that over 40% of the deaths in America have been in nursing homes or long care, yeah. long-term care facilities. And that's 0.6% of the population. 0.6% of the population. And so, you know, it, all these all these things that we weren't told at first, that the more we learn, the less worried we are about the virus, yeah. leads me to believe that by the time we do get around to football season, we're going to be green, <coughs> green light everything. Yeah. I hope and, I'm right. And, I mean, of course, there's a lot of other, like, like smaller towns. Like, we live in a... Now, what is now a fairly large city in Nashville? Unfortunately, um, so everything is kind of slower here. But you sh- you start to see in smaller towns like things are picking back up. People are going back to work. You don't you don't know an interesting fact I heard. What? You know how Perth, Australia is like a super big, no. well, not not like super big, but it's like a well known big city in Australia. No. Okay. Well, but it sure, is. Continue. Well, Perth is like probably I would say. Uh, I don't know populations, but I would assume it's probably close to the size of Nashville in population. Okay. And it had a total of six deaths. Mm-hmm. 
and only 200 cases throughout this whole thing. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. They just were so secluded from the world that they and but they just also really didn't, they didn't care about it. Well, okay. See, that opens a whole new like well, gateway. It was a. It was a matter of fact that like Perth is like not really like close to anything, and so the people in Perth stayed in Perth, and it just never like became this huge ordeal in Perth. So nothing was shut down. They're not even wearing masks. They just don't care. Yeah. So they got to this huge thing where like everyone else in the world is shut down, and Perth, Australia is just going fine. But again, back to your point, I just think we are going to get back so soon to good like, for, yeah, like good probably for, like august good for perth i guess i mean i question their uh you know scientific yeah processes a little bit but and that was like new zealand too you know and, and people wanted to people wanted to get political and say oh look at new zealand new zealand had very few cases very few deaths and we're back on their feet quickly yeah and are back to normal they're having full stadium live sports over there as of two weeks ago and like great for new zealand but people want to look at new zealand and say hey this is what happens when you follow the rules and mm-hmm. no if you put people on a small island with a population density of wyoming it's not going to be hard to stop the spread of a virus yeah and you know but i get that like good for new zealand and i wish we could have that back but the way that it is it, you know it can't be done the way that we've the way that we've politicized i guess the coronavirus did you hear about uh Djokovic? Yeah, I heard about Djokovic. <laughs> Where he had his, uh, yeah, he said, the, screw uh, the coronavirus, the, uh, I'm going to host the big my man, own. The big man for the Denver Nuggets. No, from... no, that's Djokic. Oh, that's right. Djokovic is oh, the tennis player. Djokovic did something else, too. Djokovic was just tested positive because he was a Denver Nuggets player and played with Rudy Gobert. Was it Djokovic that put together the tournament? Djokovic put together, put together the tournament. Put together a tournament, full stands, uh-huh. full arenas for a tennis tournament. Uh-huh. And now... Djokovic has tested positive for in Serbia, wasn't it? Serbia, yeah. Serbia, yeah. Where, where him and Djokovic are both from. And you know what? I bet he's fine. <laughs> oh, I bet he is too. I'm sure he's fine. But it's really funny. He said, "I don't care about coronavirus. I'm going to host this tennis tournament to raise good money." Him. Good for and him. And then man. he got Corona from it. <laughs> good, good. No, good for him. As long as he's okay, good for him. Because that's been my argument in all of this. So, like, he, you know, he made a, he made a decision that he didn't care about this virus, and then he's going to host this tournament because he wants to, and mm-hmm. he's allowed to. It all, everything that's happened has eliminated personal choice. I want to be able, I have the right to determine what risks I'm okay or not okay with assuming for myself. Yeah. And the way that we handled everything, it eliminated our choice of, of, of choosing what we wanted to risk and what we didn't. We shut everything down, closed everything, sent everybody home. <clears throat> and if I wanted to go do something, if I wanted to go to a restaurant, if I wanted to go to a movie, if I wanted to go to my job even, theoretically, and thought that that was more valuable than protecting myself from the potential risk of the coronavirus, I should have been able to do that. But instead, we made the decision for everybody and that hacked me off. I was pissed and that was my main reason. Mm-hmm. We... we got rid of people's ability to choose what they did yeah and i mean good on Djokovic. good on Djokovic. he wanted to have a tournament so he did and he said you can come or you cannot come mm-hmm. how hard is that i think yeah again like so we go of course we're in nashville as we're gonna say 10 million times every single podcast yeah we're from nashville by the way um <laughs> but so we go to church and part of the 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 committee of trying to get us back in real church because we go to a fairly large church yeah and it's majority old people is like me and philip both had the same thought process why don't we just open up make them wear masks but then say you don't have to come but if you want to come you can come like if you feel comfortable enough to come and you know that you're like whoa 
that was weird. If you know that you like aren't showing any symptoms and haven't shown any symptoms, come to church. Yeah, no, absolutely. So that's just something that like I have just like I think they should give us the power. Which granted, there are some just stupid people who are going to be sick. And that's the problem. And, and that's the problem with everything in the world. A yeah. few stupid people A ruin few, it for everybody else. Few bad apples. Oof. Don't even get me started on a few bad apples. Oh, boy. Boy, I've had a hectic week. Yeah, dealing, I've had dealing a with, hectic Dealing with week. those with different opinions. Oh, oh. Let's, let's get into that a little bit. You want to get into that? Well, I'll get into that. You told me in the car. I don't know what you're going to say, but you told me in the car, you're probably going to go on a low rant six to eight minutes and then just be done. So let's just go I'm ahead gonna, and get I'm that out the way. My, I'm going to allow myself six minutes. So, so if you don't want to hear it, yeah. skip ahead six minutes from right now and i'll be done so i'll start by saying i I met with philip yesterday and i noticed philip just wasn't getting off twitter so i went to twitter and i saw that philip was just in a bunch of twitter fights wow surprise when is philip not in a twitter fight i don't get into twitter fights very often i do my best not to get into all locations i love it (laughs) i love it but i don't like being in them but and i do my best to avoid them yes and but i wasn't surprised to see you in one so I'll let you take it from That's there fair. because I don't know the extent of everything. Okay, six minutes from right now. Go. <clears throat> so for those of you unfamiliar with the situation at Harding University, that's where I go. Um, we have an auditorium on campus. It's the main auditorium where everything happens called the George S. Benson Auditorium. Okay? George S. Benson was a president of Harding University back in the 1940s, 50s, and early 60s. George S. Benson was outspoken in the 40s, 50s, and late 50s, early 60s against desegregation of universities okay this was and i'm not condoning it but this was a societal norm at the time and he felt that it was a bad idea to desegregate universities i don't agree with him however it was the 1940s 50s and early 60s nowadays i and i went to harding i accepted a scholarship i was excited to go a bunch of my friends go i've made i've made a bunch of good friends i have a i have a great time at school a great education and i never knew the first thing about george s benson i didn't even know that he was a president harding university has only had four presidents i think wait six presidents in its entire tenure and i didn't even know george s benson was one of them i didn't know the first thing about the man until about three weeks ago a petition came out on the internet to change the name of the George S. Benson Auditorium. Why? Oh, because back in the 1940s, 50s, and 60s, he was outspoken against desegregation. He was a racist person. That said, we can't have an auditorium named after the president, of the former president of Harding University. We just can't. It wouldn't be fair to people. And to that I say, that's an okay idea to have. And if you think that it is a good idea, that it is the right idea, and it is a thought, it is an opinion, that it's the right idea to change the name of this auditorium, then fight for that. And that's what happened. This petition started, and it got 18,000 signatures. Now, 18,000, it sounds like a lot, and it's a big number, especially relative to the Harding community. But in reality, in the big picture, 18,000 is not that many. You know how many people there are in America? You know how many people, people there are in Arkansas? 18,000 is not a ton. Regardless, all these people felt strongly enough to sign a petition to change the name of the Benson Auditorium. That's great. Fight for what you think should be done. Two days ago, the president of the university sent out an email to everybody associated with Harding. And in this letter, he said that they had decided as a collective, as a collective team, 
not to rename the Benson Auditorium because of all the good that Harding had uh, that uh, Benson had done for Harding University. What they are doing instead is erecting a statue of a former uh, of an alumni who a black a black guy who was shot and killed by a white female police officer in Dallas. You may know him, both them Gene, both them John, uh, in Dallas a couple years ago. Terrible, terrible incident. He was murdered. It was awful. They wanted to rename the Benson to his name. Instead, the president said, we're not going to do that. Benson did a lot of good for Harding. We understand that some of the things he did were wrong, but we feel that he did a lot of good. We're not going to rename the auditorium. We are going to honor Botham John in some physical way on campus in the coming year because we do believe that that is a right thing to do. We are also going to assemble a task force of students, faculty, and high-ranking staff made largely, compromised largely, of people of color and minorities to find areas of campus and areas at Harding where either racism is present or where racial equality can be improved. They said we're going to develop this task force and they're going to be assertive and proactive in finding ways to actively seek out and destroy and end racism in Harding and to improve racial equality on campus. What Harding did, in my eyes, is say, the past is the past. We understand that some of the things were wrong, but we don't think it's it's we don't think it's wrong, uh, right to strip this man of the honor for all the good that he did for the university. What we are going to do is we're going to look to the present and we're going to look to the future for ways that we can improve racial equality on campus for the students now and for the students to come. People were upset about this. And this is where the Twitter beef started. One of my good friends tweeted out soon after that email. They said uh, something along the lines of, I, uni- I love my university. You can't change my mind. Sorry if you don't agree. I know this person well. I reached out to him. What was the meaning of that tweet? And all it was was, I love Harding University. It's very special to me. It means a lot to me. But... Yeah, I mean, and you can't change my mind. Now, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that she agrees with everything they've decided to do. It doesn't mean that she thinks that everything they do is right. Okay, and that's 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 a big flaw that we get into is just because I support an organization or I love something doesn't mean that I think that it is flawless or that I agree with everything it does or says. My friend was, I mean, hung out to dry on Twitter by everybody who was upset with this decision. She was called a racist. She was called ignorant, saying, oh, you clearly don't care about black people. I mean, everything, everything. And here's where I got involved. I decided I was going to defend my friend. She's not one to defend herself, so I decided I'd defend her. I said, hey, she didn't say that she's, you know, racist or doesn't think that we should do anything. All she said was she loves Harding University. There's nothing wrong with that. You're allowed to love a university and still recognize that there are things that should change and things that aren't right with it, but you love it anyways. That's true of literally every organization or every person that you love and care for in the entire world. There are flaws, but you love and accept them anyways. And that's why I tweeted at some of the people that uh, that had come at her on Twitter. So then I got called ignorant. I got called racist. And... The argument was was always the same. It was, your friend here clearly does not care about black people or the opinions of the black students on campus. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. They assumed to know what she meant 
when all she had said was she loves Harding University. They had put words in her mouth, and that is the biggest issue that I've found with everyone trying to argue their point. They, they don't try to argue their point. They attack you for your beliefs. Instead of saying, hey, here's what I believe, here's why I believe it, and here's why I think you should believe it too. They say, oh, that's what you believe? Hmm, you're racist and you don't listen to other people. So then people started attacking me, which is kind of what I wanted. I wanted to draw the attention off my friend. <clears throat> I'm over six minutes, I know. Sorry, skip, skip ahead a few more. <laughs> <clears throat> I turned so, off my alarm because I figured you wouldn't go fast. <laughs> yeah, so, so then people come at me. And they say, why do you feel this way? You know, why, why, why do you think that it's okay to keep the name of the Benson? And I said, I didn't think, I didn't say that I think it's okay to keep the name of the Benson. All I'm saying is it is okay to love Harding University and still recognize that there are things that need to change. And then I was told that I was being hurtful to people that were reading my tweets. When all I said was, I really like what my friend said. And it's okay for her to say that. And it doesn't mean that she 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 respects racism. That's not at all what it means. And then I was told that I was being complicit to racism. Okay. And then when I was called a racist, I, I told everybody that tweeted at me that said I was being ignorant or not listening or calling call, being or being racist. I said, I begged them. I pleaded with them. I said, please, please find me somewhere, some way that I have been racist or prejudiced or disrespectful or ignorant in any way, please. And every single time it's, I guess you just should look in the mirror. I can't believe you can't see your own hypocrisy. I'm done with this conversation. Bye. And I say, you don't be done with the conversation yet. I am begging you. The whole point of this is to be able to address issues, address them, confront them, and fix them. And I say, you are telling me that there's an issue with what I'm saying. Please, please find that issue, tell me what it is, and let's fix it. But instead, I'm called ignorant, hypocritical, and I'm told that they're done with the conversation. How in the world does that work? I'll be done there. I'll be done there. But it, it, is, it has become absolutely impossible to be on the middle ground of anything at all. And then somehow or another, my political beliefs were exposed. And I was told that I couldn't, I couldn't be a Republican and be anti-racism at the same time, which is absolutely absurd. And if you believe that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're of that mentality, that people cannot be something other than every single thing that an organization that they identify with represents. It's ridiculous. And to those people, I say, I can be a Republican but not agree with everything that a Republican stands for. Just like you can be a student at Harding University and not believe with, with, with everything that Harding University stands for and everything they do. You can be part of an organization and still not support some of their actions. It's not difficult. I think I went nine minutes. Yeah, you I was a little over there. <clears throat> I was a little over, I was a little, okay. I, so I went 50% 50, 50 over my six minutes, oh well. <sighs> that was nice. I don't think I took a breath that entire time. Probably not. You were speaking quick. <laughs> On to something completely different. Completely different. What do you have? Well, you told me you had some good work stories. Oh, so boy, do I have I've heard some stories. of these. Not that he's going to tell, but I've heard work stories oh, from his job before. Oh, I'm going to tell many of these stories that I and have. And they're incredible. They're incredible. <laughs> so they're really let's funny. go right into it. Give us some work stories. Go. Okay, so as everyone knows, I work a job at landscaping. Well, I've only been there for four weeks now. 
Started this summer. I've only been there for four weeks. It's, yeah, probably about four weeks. Started late May. And um, so I have this guy. He's our boss. His name is Matt. Well, I knew Matt through, he does a lot of landscaping at my own house. And so that's how I got the job for this summer because my internship fell through and all of that. But that's how I got the job. What I didn't know about Matt is that 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 man is something else. You oh, don't how, how you so? I you just don't know what you're gonna get when okay. you go into work. Whether so we we gave him an well I didn't give him the workers who were there previously we call him Gator. Gator has anyone seen the other guys? If you have, you know Will Ferrell's character is this calm, mellow guy. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't get angry. But when he gets angry, when that one thing sets him off, he turns into this monster that he calls Gator. He says he says this really f- f- like famous line of "Gator don't play no shit." Everyone knows the word. And I'm not gonna say it. We're a family friendly podcast. <laughs> family friendly podcast. We don't um, have the e buyer. Gator don't so. play no shit and just freaks out and rages and goes all this. Well, this is our boss. Our boss, if you first start talking to him, is the most calm, the most level headed person. How, describe this man. Well, I mean, what do you mean? Describe. I mean, like, how old is he? How big is he? He's probably. 63, 64. Oh, so he's like old. He's older. Okay. But he, of course, he looks great for his age. He's also in great health because he does landscaping. And, That's fair. Yeah. Um, He's bald on top, but got hair on the side. Right. The cul-de-sac. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cul-de-sac. I've never heard it called that Really? Before. The runway? <laughs> I've never heard it called the cul-de-sac. Yeah, the cul-de-sac. But he's like that. Every so old like, white Jersey Vice <clears throat> man. When we get there, he's just always sipping on his coffee. He's like, good morning. We're always like. Good morning. And we get to work. But if something like like in the middle of the day happens, he just he just goes berserk. Like he, a switch snaps and he's like this. But in two seconds after he's done, he's back calm. Once it's done, it's I wish done. I could do that. So I have a couple stories. One guy at our work, his name is Jimmy. Um, Jimmy is the like kind of scary guy. I mean, he's like he's a mystery, but like. I just definitely am never going to mess with like him. Or the like the might have a corpse in the back of his car. Yes. Kind of thing? Okay. Yeah. And so Jimmy said him and him and Matt were off and they were doing some job and they were like, I think cutting up some logs from a tree that had fallen down and they're throwing them in the car. And they're these, they're not these small logs. They're these big 500, 400 pound yeah. like logs. They're, what is very heavy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, really dense yeah nice and nice and <laughs> nice and firm yeah hard uh-huh thick sometimes soft yeah if you get like a like a balsa or something <laughs> balsa yeah balsa wood yeah we're talking about wood right <laughs> yeah we're talking about wood all right anyways um so they're they're putting these logs in the dump truck <clears throat> and one of the logs just apparently wouldn't go the way that matt wanted it to go and he didn't know what, like, Jimmy was, like, thinking they were moving it with, with a bobcat because, of course, you can't lift a 400, 500-pound log. Well, Matt's up there, like, trying to, like, push it over or something, and he can't do it. And Jimmy just starts to walk away, and he hear Matt, he hears Matt just go, ah! And he just grabs this 400, 500-pound log and swivels it around, picks the whole thing up and sets it into place. And he turns to the other log behind him and goes, what? You want some, too? <laughs> He yelled at the log? Yeah, he yelled at the log. (laughs) He said, what? I ain't playing around today. (laughs) And then he turned and looked at Jimmy and goes, you know, Jimmy, 
sometimes you just got to get mad at him. <laughs> and Jimmy said he was terrified. Jimmy said he wanted to go home. He did not know what to do. And this is the guy that I would be terrified of. But Jimmy's scared, and Jimmy's scared of him. And I'm just like, that is wild. Well, the other day I experienced it. I didn't know what to do. But the other day I experienced it. So we're, we're out. It was actually yesterday. We're out. And we're we're mowing, which is a lot of what we do. We mow and I we weed eat. So we're we're weed eating and it gets time to break. And so our first break is at ten. And so we go to break. Everyone goes to break at the same time. We go to break and as I'm driving to break, I see Matt and he's on the mower. Matt doesn't ever take breaks. He just works straight through the day. Sometimes he even stays longer. He just does not stop. Like it's it's really impressive. One of the hardest working men I've ever met in my life. But so I pull up my car next to him and I say, I say, um, I say, hey, it's 10 o'clock. We're going on break. And he turns and looks at me and goes, goes, I, right, but you better be back in 15 minutes. I ain't fucking around today. And I said, I said, I, yes, sir. And drove <laughs> off. About an hour later, he's still like flipping out about something. And he's just on the mower, just going like he's. Oh, I thought you were going to say you came back an hour later. No, 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 no. We, came, we came back in 15 minutes, definitely. Okay. We went and got McDonald's breakfast and uh, rushed <laughs> our way back. Um, but so like an hour later, we're still doing the same thing. We're mowing and weed eating this park because it takes that long. Like, um, So we're there and he's just mad and he starts yelling at Jimmy for something and just getting so angry. And then he just stops the mower and we're like... Like, what's about to happen? And at this point, it's about lunchtime. And so he just stops some more. He gets off and reaches down and he picks something up and he walks over to the truck and he goes, do you, do you guys have anything? Like any like kind of box or anything? And we were like, no. And he goes, well, I found this baby bird and I don't, I, it's, it's not doing okay. And I want to make sure it gets okay. He just turns around and walks off. But this baby bird, after yelling at the top of the lungs in this middle of this RV park, it with his workers. And we're like, what is wrong with this guy? We had no clue what to do. We're just like, uh, yeah, never saw the baby bird again. We, we think he did it. He got it in a box or something. He's probably nursing it back to health at his home. He's just not there. Not sometimes. okay. He's not okay. <laughs> I got some more work stories, but I'm sure you have some too. I really don't. Let's get one more. Well, give me th- give me time to think of how to tell All right. a story. It's been you really, tell, it's you really, tell it's one. It's been a really uh, tame tame couple of weeks with the chicken salad chick. Um, I'm trying to think. Man, we got an old man that works with us. He comes in five days a week. Monday, Tuesday. Wait, what's today? Thursday? Yeah, he comes in five days a week for three hours a day. He was a botany professor at vanderbilt <laughs> university yes what do you, what do, you taught, do with a botany degree he taught he you teach botany <laughs> that's it <laughs> and you plant gardens in your backyard till you're delusional unless you're one of those like really lucky ones that get to learn about how plants react in space i oh <laughs> i didn't <laughs> know where you you're going with that wait what did you I, think i, I, I had say? no idea but no this man he's insane now he's a nutcase but he's a really sweet guy i guess but yeah he was a botany professor at vanderbilt university uh-huh. and um so a lot of the times he'll bring in because he has a bunch of flowers that he grows at his house so sometimes he'll bring in like a single bloom in a cup of water 
just to sit somewhere in the restaurant. That's the kind of guy that he is. I guess he's missing a lot of his teeth. Does he does he leave it in the restaurant? Yeah. Or does he just does he take it back home? Is it like his no, pet? He no, makes he sure just, it he goes brings wherever... it. He brings it for the restaurant and as to like decorate as decor. Okay. Yeah. But like nobody asks more, him to. He just does. Bit, okay, that's a little bit more normal though. Yeah, it's more normal. But it's still kind of strange. Yeah, every day, every day he brings something from the Publix bakery and it pisses me off. I said, "Michael, his name is Michael." I said, "Mr. Michael, you got to stop bringing food in." I was like, "You're killing me. Are you trying to fatten me up? What are you doing?" But he doesn't. Why, why'd you get mad at he, it? I don't get mad at him. It was sarcastic. Okay. We we joke well, around. You he's, said you he's started very, that, you started that statement as if you were gonna get like mad at him. I was no, like, he's a very. He's I a was very, like, uh, he is just trying to be a sweet old man with his honey buns, trying to bring them to you. He's a real hip guy. Like, he just wants you to eat your like sweet you can, rolls. Like you can really joke around with him. No, the other day he brought in these cookies. They were like double chocolate chip cherry cookies. No, 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 no. They were very, very good. No, they were really good. They were from Publix. Not big Um, on fruit dessert. I love fruit dessert. Mm. Yeah. Um, But he's a really, you know, he's a really nice guy. Very, you know, socially, I guess, socially current. But uh, you can joke around with him. He's never really serious. But sometimes he just really gets on your nerves just because he's. Is he all there? I, yeah, I guess he's super political. He's super political, but not in a way that like you expect an old white right man or left, to be. Because apparently we have to pick one. Yeah, well, it doesn't. No, I'm not even gonna say it matters. But like very political. So like everything that he says is political. Or he asked me today, "Are you registered to vote?" And I'm, I said, I, "Yes, sir, I am." Well, have you thought about being a um, a a um, vote voting? Voting, voting booth attendant. And I said, well, no, I hadn't looked into it. You need to look into it. It's $120, and you sit there during, on election day for early voting, and you sit there for... Just a flat rate all, of yeah, $120? For, yeah, I think so. I, I don't know. You sit there, and it's all day, and it's a lot of fun, and you take people, and you take them to the ballot, you take them to the, to the voting booth, and you give them their ballot, and... And uh, make sure they're registered, and, and uh, it's just a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. There's a training session you go to, that kind of stuff. This guy sounds like a hoot. <laughs> no, he's okay. Look, he's really fun until he starts, until he starts getting this annoying. This guy sounds like a hoot. He doesn't have. Yeah, this is the type of guy that'll make your time at work. Missing go by some fast. teeth. He's about five one. I'd give him two twenty five. He wears five one two twenty five. He wears suspenders. Maybe maybe five. This man's a bowling ball. Maybe, maybe five. Jesus. Maybe five three. Maybe five three. But he wears suspenders every day, and he's incredibly <laughs> concerned. He's incredibly concerned about the coronavirus. Wildly concerned. So Why is much he working, so, then? He, I don't know. He was a professor at Vanderbilt. He obviously has money. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. He, he does it for fun. He he's really obviously really does. smart enough to have a different job than that. He has like five degrees. Why is he working? I don't at chicken know. Sound chick? I don't know. I, th- I really think he does it for is fun. Is he just re- socially retired? Engaged. Probably because for, for all the old. Is the he old retired? How old in. is he? He's retired. He's he's probably like seventy five. Okay. Yeah, he's a really old guy. He wears suspenders, unironically. I mean, I'm picturing <laughs> you're describing this guy, and I'm literally picturing Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> With a, if you dry, if you made it, if you made it East Tennessee, no, 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 wait, no. If you made it West Tennessee or North Texas instead of New Jersey, <laughs> then honestly, it made him uh, the, the complexion a little lighter. Then you're not, you're not far off. <laughs> I, I mean, really, but I don't know. And it, there's just a lot of stuff that he does. <laughs> he does. I work with the white Danny DeVito. He <laughs> Danny is, DeVito is white. Barely. <laughs> 
Have you seen that man? He's the color of like stained wood. Like he 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 is a dark white Danny man. Danny DeVito's white. I know he's white. Why, what do you mean? I'm not convinced. White I'm not Danny convinced DeVito. Danny DeVito is like a normal Caucasian man. Let's There's something else Let's, in Danny DeVito. Let's look it up. Oh, look Danny it up. DeVito, what, is Danny, what is Danny DeVito? He's not all the way white. I'm sure he's kind of Italian. Is he legally? Is he legally a dwarf? <laughs> How tall? Danny DeVito's probably like four feet. Danny DeVito height. Let's just look that up. I think four, four ten. Four ten. That's tall. He's way shorter than. Okay, four ten. Um, Danny DeVito. <laughs> four ten. Ethnicity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Danny DeVito ethnicity. That's a good way to put it. Ethnic background. There it is. There you go. Just go to wiki. Danny DeVito was born yeah. in Neptune Township, New Jersey. Yeah. He's of Italian that. descent. Italian. Yeah. See, he's Italian. Well, I mean, yeah, but like Italians are white, but it's like different, you know. But like he's. He's very obviously white. <laughs> I don't think he's as dark as you think Danny DeVito is. It's the hair. I guess it's the hair on the glasses. And he's literally always wearing a black shirt. Yes. Always. He's always wearing a black shirt. And he dyes his hair jet black, what, what little there is. And he wears black glasses. I don't know. It makes his complexion darker. And in the, in that in the show that I watched, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, he's 14 seasons. And he always looks really, really dark. It may just be the way that they shoot it. I don't know. But anyways, I don't think I've ever seen a picture of Danny DeVito when he was young. Yeah, but Mr. Michael, oh, I don't think that I want to. Well, we're about to find out. Yeah, Danny look DeVito. up young, young Danny DeVito. Young. I don't want to see it. He's a strikingly handsome young man. Look yeah, at this guy. For a 410 guy, yeah, you wouldn't know it from the headshot. Look at this guy. Like you could easily catfish somebody with that. Like, hey, you want to go on a you want to go on a date sometime? <laughs> you want to go get dinner sometime? Except that it's in black and white. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. Like, hey, what do you say you and I go get dinner? And it's like, oh, by the way, I'm 410. Or, you know, knowing Danny DeVito, he wouldn't even tell him. In in today's day and age, if he was using like a dating app or something, it would it would be only headshots. And he wouldn't tell anybody that he was 410 until he showed up at the date. Hmm. Imagine showing up. Imagine showing up for an online date. And your date is less than five feet tall. I guess it's different. It's different, it's different for, us. for guys. So imagine like, you're a girl. If, yeah, if I was a girl and, and show I showed up and my date was. Your date is 410. See, big fan of the short guys. Club. We're not. The big short guy. Big short guy. Under club. five foot's a little bit pushing yeah, it. Yeah, five foot. Look. Look. You, people, I would say, okay. A lot okay. of people draw the line at different places. It depends on how tall the girl is. But at five so foot. So, like, if a girl is. I'm going to draw the line at five foot definitively. Like, if a girl is five foot, I would say there's probably a limit. Don't go under five feet for a guy. But also, don't probably go under over five eight. Because then it just looks a little weird. Wait, don't go. Like, if a girl? girl is five foot flat. Hey, we don't height shame. What I'm saying is, but if a girl's height foot flat, it just looks a little weird if their boyfriend is above 5'8". All girls would be... You know, like those... You remember, like, Shaq running around five... with that little white girl? You remember that? Yeah, you know what I'm she, talking like, about. literally was at his belt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Shaq. Shaq had, Shaq had a girlfriend once. Maybe his wife, even. It's, like, the size of his left leg. Like, <laughs> gigantic could, could man. palm her whole yeah, torso. Yeah, could literally <laughs> pick her up and dunk her. And she would go... Th- yeah. Oh man, that's up, funny like, I pick see. up that's gingerbread cookies. <laughs> <laughs> like picking up a Sour Patch doll. <laughs> or Cabbage Patch doll, not Sour Patch doll. <laughs> cabbage Kid. Oh, sour cabbage sour Patch, patch doll. <laughs> oh, I got oh, Sour Patch gosh. on the mind, I guess. Oh, I had a... Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. It goes back to Michael giving us sweets. But yeah, man, Michael's a hoot. You got any more work stories? I just have like... He's 
so again, everyone knows he's a little messed up in that. But like, we're all everyone who works with him is a guy except for one. There's a girl who does all the flower stuff, but she never's with us that's when kinda, we like go that's do stuff. Sexist. What? Uh, you have a girl to do the flowers. <coughs> she signed up for that job. Okay. Like she doesn't want to be out there weed eating with well, us yeah, for who a does? nine hours straight. Yeah, it's miserable. I do the flowers. I'd be good at it. Um. Yeah, come get a job. Tell him, no, tell him I'll do the flowers. No, I'm serious. <laughs> tell your guy I'll do flowers. I told him the other day that we'll get we'll get we get we'd have a guy that would love to literally do nothing but weed eat all day. And he said, What's his name? I said Mark Fielder. <laughs> <laughs> Does he like weed eating? No, Mark <laughs> have you seen Mark? Yeah, I feel, I feel like he melts outside if he had in the sunlight. Past- yeah. Sunlight would kill the guy. He'd have to go to the hospital. If he stepped no, out so, if he stepped out in the sun. So we're building a I don't know if I can say this, but I'm going to do it anyways. We can cut it out if it's too bad. Well, nobody can hear you mumbling anyways, so. That's why I'm saying it like this. Well, go ahead and speak. <clears throat> talk, talk to the mic. But. Talk to the mic, Billy. If. <laughs> Speaking of the mic, Billy. Billy! <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Billy! <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Right, anyways. Threw a pick say? right in double say? coverage. Um. <laughs> So we're in we're in Clarksville, and so we do a lot of like not resident landscaping, but a lot of commercial landscaping. So sure. for like businesses and yeah. stuff. So like Chick Fil A's and car washes and other restaurants that we do. Like our main like partners, Nashville Shores. Um, so we're in we're in uh, Clarksville this week. I think it was Tuesday. We were in Clarksville. And we're there and we're, we're building a car wash. And so they just got done actually building the car wash and laying all like the concrete and everything. Yeah. So we were told to go in there, fix up all the dirt, uh, make sure it's all smooth and then lay sod down. Sure. So Tuesday, that's what we were doing. We were laying sod down. And if you don't know sod is a, get a life, but B it's a little literally like two foot by four foot rectangles of grass that you mm-hmm. unroll and uh, you you lay out and that is what grass is that's how you make grass yeah, in, like sod? construction did you site. just explain sod to me yeah but I, I wasn't explaining it to you because i know that you know what it is but okay. those people who don't know what sod is i was kind of hurt for a second no. go ahead um so we were doing that and so it had rained the night before so it was super muddy. And so, I was, of course, I was carrying like an extra 10 pounds of mud on my boots. So it was just miserable already. So we're just walking around. We're walking on the sod and like trying to step in the mud as least, like as little as possible. So we're like laying down a patch, walking on that one, laying down another one, walking on that one. Sure. Kind of like that, like floors, lava challenge type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Terrible show, by the way. What? Terrible. Terrible what? Oh, there's a show on Netflix now called The Floor is Love. I've never seen that. It's like brand spanking new. They I'm just gonna, put I'm it out gonna, the other I'm day. I'm going to go watch it. It's not, it's not good. <laughs> God, I mean, sure, go watch it. Go for it. It's not good, though. Um, But so we're sitting there, and of course, there's there's a couple spots where it's just extra wet. Sure. And so we're getting, we're getting to probably around 9 o'clock, and we're almost halfway done laying the sod before we have to roll over it with which is yeah i mean just these bunch of terms that you know yeah, no one cares terms. about yeah um so and there's a guy who is working on one of the wetter spots and it just it ticks him off it just ticks him off that he's just squishing over there in the mud and that would spot. that would piss me off too but like he's not and so i hate the mud he he snapped 
And his, his phrase was literally this. Michael, the sod and mud are not like your girl. You're not always trying to find the wet spot. I knew you were going to go somewhere like that. I almost, <laughs> I almost begged you not to. Anyways. But then, but then soon after that, he stops and he gets Romello. And then he just starts to make little subtle inappropriate jokes. And yeah, we're just like. As one does. We're like, what are you like? You need medicine. Like, <laughs> it's not okay. There was one point that same day where we're sitting there and he's like, he's like, just out of the blue goes, I'm going to build a drone. And we're just, me and my friend Kay just looked at him and we went, what? Like, what are you talking about? He said, he looked at us and he grabbed us on the shoulders. And he goes, I'm going to build a drone. I'm going to build a drone. And it's going to be one of those drones that walks over or flies over and picks up the sod and places it perfectly and lays it out for you. He says, all you got to do is control it with, uh, control it with the controller. Sure. And me and Kate are like, where did this come from? Like, we just got back from lunch. Like, I really don't want to be here. And you're grabbing me by the shoulders, yelling at me that you're going to build a drone. And so he then starts to walk away. And then he goes, he just starts yelling again. He goes, I'm going to build a drone. And he points at all the concrete workers who are not affiliated with us at all. <laughs> don't know any of them. Sure. They, like, we, every, like, when we're landscaping, we try to keep to ourselves. We do our work and we get out. As uh-huh. quick as possible, we don't make friends. We don't stop to talk. We don't do anything. I feel Only- like, I feel like blue collar workers are like the major Capulet Montague energy. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I'm not, I don't know. Who those concrete like you, workers? Yeah. What, you do something different than me? Ah. Yeah. My job's harder than yours, and this is why. Well, my job's harder than yours, and this is why. Yeah. Concrete. Uh! Weed eating. Uh! Yeah. Okay. Yeah, concrete's probably harder, not gonna lie. Yeah, concrete, <laughs> concrete sucks. <laughs> um, But he just points at him and goes, I'm gonna build a drone, and then explains it, yelling across this, like, construction side of a car wash at the concrete workers. at the concrete workers from the other side and explains his whole thing for about three minutes yelling and then he just stops and walks away and gets back on the bobcat and just goes back to work i like the energy the man is wild i like the energy wild there are some days where like he like he'll, he will say something to me and i'll just be like i'm I'm the worst worker like you've ever had. Like I feel like a crappy person now because he just gets so mad, <laughs> and I'm just like, well, frick. Great manager, great management style there. <laughs> but no, you have any more work stories? No, I don't. You want to go into our next thing? Oh, this isn't a work story, but this is something that I was like thinking about at work today. Yeah, you know, Shamillionaire. No, I don't know Shamillionaire. Is your the mic- guy who sings? The guy who sings Riding Dirty. Is my mic on? Is it turned up? Turn it up. Turn up your volume a little bit. There you go. How about now? Yeah, there you go. Good okay. enough. We'll cut this out. Yeah. So, okay. have you heard of Shamillionaire? No. Well, you have. He's a guy who sings Riding Dirty. Oh, I... No, see, I don't know Riding Dirty. I only know White and Nerdy by Weird Al Yankovic. Okay. Well, he's the... Weird but Al I know that it was parodied. Of Riding Dirty. And so, Riding Dirty is... A song from, like, what, the early two, 2000s? I, I don't know. I, I would say early 2000s. That came out and it was by a guy named Shamillionaire. So I was listening to a podcast today and they were talking about Shamillionaire. And they brought to my attention that Shamillionaire did what? He bought, he had a couple, couple hits and then just dipped. 
Sure. And no one knew what he did. And so someone interviewed him the other day and they realized, and they interviewed him and they asked him this. They said, what happened? And he said, well, I was making music. I was having a great time. And I made my first couple million. And I was like, man, I'm rich. But then he said he sat back and looked and he was like, all these people who are in like business and these corporate offices are making hundreds of millions and they're, they're actually working. They're not doing like art and creative content. And so he's like, he's like, I kind of want to do that. And so what did Shamillionaire do? He got into investing with his million dollars. Sure. David A. Trader. Guess what? In 2013, Shamillionaire has invested in. Marijuana. No. Shamillionaire invested in A, he invested in Lyft. In 2013. In 2013. Oh, my. He invested in Maker Studios, which if you don't know what that is, they were just bought a couple years ago by Disney for billions of dollars. Then he bought some, like he bought investment stocks into some company that created car or like car parts and car like software that made it drive itself. Okay. That was then sold to GM for billions of dollars. Right. And then he also, (laughs) he also put investment into Ring, the little doorbell thing. (laughs) And is now just making bank. (laughs) And just so much money because he's been there since 2013. That's awesome. His net worth is so much That's right my now. dream, man. That's my I dream. I was just so out. And everyone was like, yeah, people are like typically like the opposite. They go from these corporate jobs to these like creative, like artistic jobs. And Shamooner's like, nah. He's a rapper. And Shamooner's like, nah. I'm going to get out of this rap game and I'm going to go make a crap ton of money. That's awesome. Shout out. Wild. Shout out Shamillionaire. Shout out Shamillionaire. literally never heard of the guy. His name's. Kareem or something or Hakeem. Hakeem. <laughs> it's his real name. Riding dirty. That's wild. The guy who sings Riding Dirty is now making billions in the business profession. That's, that's awesome, man. <laughs> the American dream right there. <laughs> I figured you'd enjoy that. I story. did enjoy that. On the subject of music, let's go into this. And we're gonna save our top three for next episode. It's a pretty good one, but we're gonna save it just for content's sake. And uh let's go into to the one other thing we want to talk about this week. And this is a, this mm. is something that came to my mind a few days ago that I texted you about. And uh, I just, I'm just really interested to see where it goes. And I want to hear. I want to hear back from you guys. I want. I want y'all to y'all to you know let us know if there's anything that mm-hmm. that uh, you can relate to this with because I think it's a big. It, I mean, it plays huge in my brain. And I want to see if it's the same for everybody else. And I so, know we would love to hear. We say we would love to hear from everybody, and we would. But we all just also just know that you're probably not going to respond to us. Yeah, prove us. But wrong. prove us wrong. Again, we'll throw it out there again. I will. If you both electronically transfer you one dollar if you plug this podcast on, on your, your instagram media, story that, or that is two Twitter. that is two that is two whole dollars for a simple mm. repost that's it that's it all you gotta do it's just, just hit the just hit button. share hit instagram hit, hit story and then hit hit send hit send, send to my story and you got two dollars or you can even just do copy link twitter New tweet. It, regardless tweet it. of what you do, it's no more than five clicks. Yeah. Five touches. You don't even have to press a button. It takes technology, less than a minute. Less than 30 so seconds. That you only have to touch the screen. You don't even have to press a button. Mm. You just touch your screen five different times, and you got $2. Yeah. I guess you got to hit, like, accept when we send you money or something, but still. Anyways, 
I want to talk about. We're just gonna keep upping it until it's like until somebody, somebody does it. Find, like someone's waiting out. It's gonna be someone it's we like, know. It's like it's gonna be like to, it's gonna be like Wesley. It's and like he's just they, waiting yeah, out. He's like he's like I ain't paying Wesley. Just kidding. I'll, Wesley, we'll yeah, pay you $2. We're not going to we'll pay you $2. anything over 5 Um, No, it's like when they try to buy you out of an airplane, you know, when they oversell the airplane. Mm-hmm. And they're like, can I get uh, anybody, anybody want to take a $400 voucher? And you're like, yeah, keep going. And then you're waiting. Go like, up. Okay, okay. What's our number, guys? What's our number? At what point do we go? 1200 You want to do 1200 And then somebody takes it for like 500 And you're like, well. You're like, screw you. I want to take it 300 Dude. Okay. <laughs> okay, anyways. So our, 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 our the, question that I, the question that I asked was, are there specific um, songs or albums or mm. artists or anything like music related or even other things, but in my mind, it's music that you associate with a specific memory yeah. or a specific, you know, instance or period of time or whatever. Yeah. What are they? And like, what, it, what is it? You know what I mean? Do yeah. you have anything? I do, but I'm going to let you go first. Cause I, I probably only have one and I'm trying to think of others, but okay, I, so I definitely know of one specifically and I, you may take it, but don't. so the big ones, so the big ones for me, um, I, I know you know what the one I'm thinking of is. Don't take that one. That I don't. I really, really don't. I truly don't. I'm just going to go ahead with mine. You were there. And we can double up if you want. Okay, I know. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> so the, the big ones for me are albums. And the first one is The Life of Pablo by Kanye. Mm. First of all, first of all, it's one of the first like um, hip-hop albums that I got into. I'll call it hip-hop. Yeah. Because I used to be really against like rap and all that. I did, was not a fan. I wasn't against it. I just wasn't a fan of it. Yeah. But then Life of Pablo happens, and I completely changed my mind. But um, Life of Pablo came out the spring of my junior year, and it was like the first time that uh, I was, you know, talking to somebody that I really liked. Mm-hmm. And so every time I hear Life of Pablo, because I'd always listen, to, I would always listen to it on the way home from school or for anything that like where we were hanging out. Yeah. And so anytime I hear Life of Pablo, I think of like that month, month and a half, two months of my life. And like I don't know, it, and that's why it made like I get happy. I, that, that album makes me happy. Is yeah. I think that period of time because it was such a fun time. It was great. Uh huh. That's that's my first one. What's, what, what do you got? My first one is gonna be Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. Oh, that's a good one. Radioactive by Imagine Dragons was played, and I specifically remember this. Oh, I can tell you exactly when it came out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I don't know when it came out, but it was playing over the loudspeakers as I was warming up. For a soccer game, and this song got me so hyped because I was also in middle school when this came out. Oh yeah, middle school. Was a middle, middle school. Middle school. Oh my god. Middle school Tennessee state championship game. Ooh. Where it was Lipscomb versus Ezo Harding, and we won. By the way, one zero. Um, we won, but I specifically remember like being super nervous because like I'd never played in like a like a school championship game you know like yeah. something that like actually kind of mattered and was like kind of important yeah um so i never played in like of course it was middle school so it's not that important but to me yeah, it was the world yeah, yeah, yeah um and so i was like super nervous and i remember that song came on and i was like radio nerves went away radio and i was like i was like it's it's i was like it's game time this little Ow. four foot six kid just running around and he's just like i'm gonna get it all because of radioactive i remember that specifically it was seventh grade i get that that's like that's like a tayo cruz dynamite <laughs> <laughs> that's middle school football for me the two years that i played burr, football burr, burr, burr. i came to I dance, 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 dance. get out the way yeah yeah um and it goes down all my hands. favorite brands brands brands, 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 brands. give me space <laughs> to move my hand, hand. 
All right, my second, my second one, my second one is along the same lines as my first one, Coloring Book by Chance. Mm. So Coloring Book came out at the beginning of my, or maybe even like the. What's middle. the best song on that album? Oh, okay. I I'd say Angels, but it's a cover of another single that he released. Yeah. So I can't say that. Ah, ooh. Um, um, Finish Line. Really? Yeah, Finish Line. I um, just think Blessings <clears throat> is so iconic. Blessings, which I one? Hmm. Ah, gotcha, gotcha there. The first one. Um, but yeah, Coloring Book by Chance came out sometime in my senior year. And like the se- my senior year, I begrudgingly say, was probably like the happiest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> Just because I, I didn't care about a you single... You peaked in high school. I did. I, I, didn't care, <laughs> I didn't care about a single thing that was happening my senior year of high school. I did not care. I was just there to have a good time. <clears throat> I was just having fun coasting, like the definition of coasting. And so like... I associate that album with just carefree, you know, yeah. just freedom, lack of responsibility, not in a bad way either, but yeah. just like, it's really relaxing to me. That album is, that's what it, it reminds me of how, you know, just how, how fun and enjoyable and low stress my senior year was. Mm-hmm. You got another one? <clears throat> so my last one is kind of, is, is a funny one. Okay. It's a full story too. So my sophomore year. Wait, how long is the story? Not that long. Okay, go ahead. I was going to go ahead and finish if you were the long story, but go ahead. Well, I mean, if you want No, 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 go ahead. Okay, fine. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so my sophomore year, I decided to do the school play. Yeah, you did. And Philip was Philip was backstage. So Philip and I relatively lived in I want a state close... award, by the way, for uh, theater. Yeah. We both did. We both did. We both did. won state awards in theater. Best Fun fact. Best. No, uh, it doesn't matter what it is. We won state award in theater. What was it? I don't, it was it was, it like, was specifically us show, being backstage. Was, well, no, too. our show was the best show in the state. Well, there was something for backstage. I don't think we were honored specifically. I think backstage got something. Maybe we'll say that we did. We'll say that we, we were did. the best. We were the best stage crew in the state. Absolutely, we dressed in tuxedos. We honestly were. We, we were had all bow best ties and just had fun. It was awesome. Um, no, so sophomore year of high school, I decided to do the play, and I was actually in the play. This was the year before I did. I won an award. Yeah. Um, so the play was White Christmas. So, of course, it was coming out around December, Christmas time, before Christmas break. And I get in to this play, and, like, I know a lot of people there. And so I'm, I'm talking to these people. There was one moment where I wasn't talking to anyone, and I saw this girl. This girl that I thought was really pretty. And so, of course, I go up and say something. And we end up start talking, and we go throughout like this play and we end up we start to date well there was one night of the play where i told philip because philip was my ride home because he lived close to me and i couldn't drive i told philip and i said i said i have to do something before we leave and he was like he's like make it quick i want to be home i knew exactly what you had to yeah, do. i know he said, yeah, you said, right. you said, like, make like, it. You I, looked I said, at me and knew, knowing what I was going to go do. I think I said, you have 15 minutes. Yeah. Because I'm going to go course, home. It was late at night. At the, everyone's probably understanding what I had to go do at this point. I was going to go get my first kiss. Yeah, right. My first kiss ever. Yeah. So I'm sitting there in her car because she's a, a senior at the time and I was a sophomore. Cougar. <laughs> um, and we just kind of like sitting there talking. And talking and talking. And, and the talking. entire time I'm and sitting I, in my car and alone. And Philip was in his car. Waiting. 
alone. <laughs> just, I have like 30 unread texts from him just saying, uh, hurry it up, hurry like, it up. Look, like, man, like, let's I go. respect you. <laughs> I'm, I'm rooting for you. But Get it over with and eventually, let's go home. Eventually, I finally, I punched the ticket. I I got my first I got my first kiss. Why did you like that? I liked that. That was good. <laughs> Punch the ticket. I got my first kiss, and it as all kisses do in high school, it kind of turned into a little makeout. But we yeah in high school <laughs> we start we're, we're sitting there, and all of a sudden I see lights come up from behind us, and I'm like, what is what? Is but happening? it wasn't like that. No, 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 it wasn't like you were creeping on us. You just wanted us. It'd been like 45 minutes. Yes, it was 45 minutes ago. you been in the car for 45 minutes, and I've been sitting there alone, <laughs> waiting to go home. And so I knew exactly who it was at first, and I knew it was Philip, but he was just like kind of trying to give me a little signal like, hey, let's let's go. Like, I want to go home. I ignored it. Yes. And... Next thing I know, like two two minutes later, Philip is staring at me through the window I in the up, car pulled up spot next to you, a few, next spot, a few to spots us. over, a few <laughs> spots over, and I'm just looking at you. And Shamelessly. at that point, and I looked at you, and what did I do? You turned right back around. <laughs> I was hot. I hot. Turned, I went right back in for seconds, and so <laughs> I'm sitting there, and okay. We we kissed, we got done, and so I got. I should have made her take you home. And retrospect, yes, you should have. And well, Philip, no, that probably wouldn't have been. Philip was heated. He was so mad at me in the car. And when Philip gets mad, he doesn't like. He gets mad at you for like five seconds, and then he doesn't talk to you. He just, ah, God, no, 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 like okay, okay. I'm not like keep that. Going, going, but he going. doesn't talk to you until he calms down. And then he'll talk to you. See, I'm really so proud of that. Took, I like the way you said that. It took you. I'm really proud of that. It took you. It took you like. You you yelled at me for like 30 seconds. And then you stopped talking and I got on my phone. And it got awkward and quiet. And we pull up to a light. And you stop talking. The girl that I was hanging around with, her name was Noel. It was Christmas time. We, it gets super quiet, and I'm off my phone at this point, and Philip just kind of reaches over, and I thought, I swear I thought he was going to slap me. <laughs> and he reaches over and turns up the volume knob on his Jeep, and I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? I was like, are we really doing this right now? I was like, you're going to drown me out with music, the awkwardness with music? I was like, we can't talk about this. And he turns it up, <clears throat> and the song that was playing was the first Noel. <laughs> And he and I lost it. it. We thought it was the funniest thing because Still it was one of the, the funniest moments of my life. Timing ever. Like that 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 entire situation <laughs> could not have played out any better than it did. <laughs> And from that point on, we were cool, and we still haven't talked about it to this day, but we don't need to because we're cool. <laughs> we haven't talked about it. Like, we never, like, discussed, like, why you were mad at me. Because you took 45 minutes to leave. Like, okay, well, fine, like, we'll discuss said, it right now. I said, hey, I'm your ride. You have 15 minutes. I had a lot of homework. And you were also, also my best friend, and you need to let me work. And that's why I said, you got 15 minutes. <laughs> Good luck. I'm pretty sure I, I probably gave you some kind of well wish. As you left the building, yeah, you probably smacked and me then on the I, I, I probably him, did, yeah, have at it, and then and then I said, "You got 15 minutes. I'm trying to leave. <laughs> I got places to be." 
Because it's oh. not like you're not going to see her the next day. I literally, like, literally, it was like a Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had to go to school at six practice. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I was mad. But that was, that was incredible. That was incredible. That was, like, that's one of the most, like, iconic moments of, like, especially our friendship that I know. Oh, yeah. Forged, like, we forged were, in the we fire. We were good friends, but we weren't, like, best friends. And I think after that moment, we were, like, best friends. Yeah, there was no going back at that yeah. point. Oh, man. That's a good one. That's a really, really good one. So do you think about that every time you hear the first Noel? I mean, I choose to not to because okay, that's fair. it didn't end well and yeah, I'm yeah, in yeah. a much incredibly better... Poor, incredibly poorly, actually. Yeah. yeah, I'm in a much better and healthier relationship now. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. But that is, that's so, definitely a good story. That's awesome. Shout out, Ansley. I have another one that's kind of similar to that. Go for so, it. So are you familiar with the entire I Decided album from Big Sean? It's the one that has bounced back on it. Um, Last night took an L, but tonight I bounced back. Yeah, I know that song. I haven't song. broke his hill. Catch the check, I bounced back. Yeah, I know that song, but I'm not like... Every week I count stacks, not... Mm. That's what it was. Um, yeah, so that entire album, it's pretty good, actually. I really encourage you to listen to it. So, I was listening to it towards the end of senior year, and um, and I was, I was taking somebody home from... We were hanging out at a friend's house... And I was taking home somebody that lived fairly clo- fairly close to me, and she and I had been friends for a long time—not close per se, but but pretty good friends. Mm-hmm. And um, she had always had a kind of had a thing for me, I guess, but I had never really never really been all that interested. And um, we're so I'm listening to that album because it had just come out, and I was I was trying to get to know it. Yeah. And we go all the way home, <laughs> go back to Bellevue. I park in front of her house, unlock the door, and I'm like, you know, hey, see ya whatever and i turn and look out the driver's side window of my jeep wrangler and um slight flex <laughs> what is that slight flex yeah my jeep wrangler, my jeep wrangler. i now drive a nissan rogue which i i believe is more more of a flex because it's a, a much nicer car it's very it's not a, very economic, not more very of a flex vehicle. but like it is um, i do like it better than your vomit green i loved the color it was a terrible i look color. out i look out my driver's driver's it window. looked like it was the color of Just shrek the, you know how you know how it's <laughs> dang it ethan you know you know how you know how like when you're letting somebody out of the car like what do you do you know what i mean like what do you do with your eyes do you like look at them do you watch them get out of the car that's kind of weird i typically do because like if they typically like say something and i'm like that's when they, fair. When they close that's the door, fair. I'm like, see ya, and then I drive. And like that, but that's fine. Like when they get out of the car, I'll look at them and I'll say, "See ya, you're welcome, whatever." Yeah. But like while they're getting out, they're gathering their things. Like, what do you do? You know. So I just look out my driver's side window. I'm looking out my driver's side you window. You just change music around. Yeah, something, you're fooling with something else. But anyways, I look the other way and I hear. I've been waiting to do this for a while, and I turn around. Like I don't, even, I don't even like. I get. I've heard this story before, and I've never the, heard maybe that. Maybe back to the dashboard. And there's a hand on the back of my head, and I'm and I'm and I'm kissing this girl. And it was like, literally, here's the thing: like I'm okay with it, you know what I mean? <laughs> did you like it? It was okay. Now here, okay, okay. Here's, At the time, did you okay, like here's, it? Here's 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 context, and it's a bit incriminating. This was my first kiss, and it was two weeks before uh, high school graduation. <laughs> and um, so so You're I didn't never have, gonna see this girl again. I didn't have. Uh, context, I guess. I didn't have really much to go off of. So, like, it was okay. It didn't last very long. And, you know, and then she got out. And, like, and it was fine. It wasn't weird either. It was like, all right, see you. Good night. What'd you do afterwards? I drove home. I just, I went. Did she say anything? No. Or did she just get out? Like, I didn't have time. I was like, I had no idea what had just happened. It was, I was, 
I was I was so confused, man. Like I didn't I didn't altogether not expect it, but at the same time I was so like surprised at what had just happened that I didn't really say anything. But like it wasn't weird. That's what I'm saying. Like she just got out of the car and went into her house, and I drove <laughs> home. Bye. See you later. Thank you. You're welcome. See you tomorrow. Like it, it wasn't weird at all. I don't know. But anyways, that album was on, and then uh, a similar situation per se, more mutual happened for a longer time the next week and i decided to to uh i i decided to have i decided on uh in 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 the jeep during that instance as well and now i can't listen to that album without thinking about that and it ruined it for me yeah and i've tried i've tried a couple different couple different ways to uh, remove that that uh, association with the album but it hasn't worked so it's a really good album but it's forever ruined for me <laughs> and then uh reputation taylor swift is for freshman year of, high, of uh, college that's a good one too reputation you're just such a big swift i love taylor swift yeah yeah i just i can't uh, i just don't think your music's i'm good. gonna find another you by john mayer that's my italy song mm. yeah i listen to it in italy a lot I'm trying to think makes me think of the Ponte Vecchio. I don't have any like. There's like okay, you probably like have this too. It's a, it's a church song, but like break my heart every year. Oh yeah, at the, I have a really the, specific. The very like the Thursday night before you leave, and yeah, that's the one that everyone it just it gets everyone. Yeah, fifteen <laughs> yeah. people get baptized because they're just the like yeah. goes up to respond. Yeah, break my heart, yeah, dear Lord. Tear the barriers Frick down. Frick yeah, baby Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Tear those barriers. Yeah. That's that, Come that was inside. That song like every time I hear it now, I can't think of it. Any, like, I, yeah, that all. song That song drives me crazy. There's a lot of church oh, songs. We won't get into that. There was that one year. There was that one year where just like so many people came forward and they didn't know what to do. Yeah, they had no idea. So they, they kept sitting on the that floor. song oh, going. We sang Break My Heart for, for 20 maybe minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah. It was awful. It was awful. After that, I was really done. I can't sing that song anymore. No. I, I hate it. Oh, man, I hate it. Oh, you got any more? No, that's pretty much it. What else we got? That's pretty much it. You want to be done? Yeah, we can be. Save all of the rest of our stuff for our next episode. All right, we'll be done. What do we want to use the outro today? I don't know. Are we still, I, are we still like recording? Or do you have one? I mean, can I use Taylor Swift? No. Please? No. It's a good one. Use uh, Did you? What did you use for the last one? I didn't. Did I just use... put it out there. No, I just put it out there blank. <coughs> play. Uh, Why can't I use Taylor Swift? Because I have one now. And I thought about it. But I want to use. Play Sunday Best or Sour Patch We've Kids. We've already used Sunday Best. That's what, what I was sa- asking. What is Sour Patch Kids? Who's it by? Bryce Fine. Bro, I want to use, use Taylor Swift. Yeah. All right, fine. We'll use that. It's a good, catchy song. What? Okay, fine. Okay, we'll use that Bryce Vine or whatever. Oh, sorry. Yeah. All right, we're done. Thanks for listening, guys. Soon you'll aim up at the sky And I'll watch it float away But now that I am older I'll admit that I am over All the stress and shit that comes with more than life upon your shoulders Hit the chore I'm sick of being bored I'm sick of always stressing over shit I could ignore
That girl tweeted, cheated on you twice in two different countries. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Karma, I suppose. <laughs> Karma for what? Making me wait so long. <laughs> Love you guys.